0: This is Dr. Danielle Eaton, the founder of Aligned Women. We help women in chiropractic just like you to grow profitable practices without sacrificing being present with your family. You're listening to the Aligned Women Podcast, the original podcast for women in chiropractic. If you want more time with your family and more money in your bank account, you're in the right place. Be sure to take our Aligned Practice quiz to find out how aligned your practice is. You can find it at www.alignedwomen.com forward slash quiz. Now sit back, take a deep breath and enjoy today's episode. Hey there, welcome to a new episode of the Aligned Women podcast. This is your host, Dr. Danielle Eaton. In today's episode, you are going to hear a member spotlight. These member spotlights are actually content from our monthly membership program, the Foundations Program, and these member spotlights are designed with the intention of sharing with you the results that our members get. So I know that making an investment in a coaching program can be challenging, especially if you've always considered yourself to be uncoachable, or if you're just really like me, you're stubborn. You just want to run your practice the way that you want to do it, but yet you've had the sense of like, you, that you need some kind of support system or some kind of feedback or just not sure what it really is, but you know that you need something different to really run your practice and make it efficient and effective and be able to go home and have energy for your family at the end of the day, these member spotlights are a great way for you to get an inside perspective into what our members learn and what their results have been in our program. So I hope that these member spotlights will be useful for you over the next few weeks as we take a break from recording new content for the podcast for a summer break. Hey, have you heard about our upcoming new sister podcast to the Aligned Women podcast? That's right. We will soon be launching a new podcast for a different audience. The show will be called the business of being well. So think about your referral partners who are naturopaths, acupuncturists, massage therapists, midwives, doulas, group fitness instructors, and yoga teachers, and invite them to join us in the free Facebook community where we will share how to grow a profitable practice without sacrificing more time with your family increasing your time freedom, expanding your impact as a holistic healer. You can invite your friends to join us by sending them over to alignedwoman.com forward slash the business of being well.
1: To a new member spotlight. Today, I am here with Dr. Amber Werner. Dr. Amber, thank you so much for being here and taking time out of your early morning. It's 1030 a.m. Central for me as we record this and 830 a.m. Central. Before we were recording, I was talking about how you don't really want me to be on camera that early in the morning (laughs) because I just don't really want to talk to anyone that early, but um, you're here. So thank you very much. We'll get started today. With, sh- with you sharing a bit more about you and your family and then we'll talk about your practice from there.
2: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for having me. Um, I graduated chiropractic school in 2013 at Southern California University of Health Sciences. I, what drove me to actually go to chiropractic school is I was an office manager at a chiropractic office. So um, I knew I loved chiropractic and I knew as I started seeing like more families coming in to get adjusted and, and kids and moms, Um, I just fell in love with chiropractic. And at first I thought like, wow, this chiropractor is really good. And then I realized, oh, it's not really him as much as it is chiropractic is amazing. And so I knew I wanted more. And so I ended up going to um, chiropractic school and I just picked the local school so I could continue to um, have my job and continue around the office. And then um, I got married as I was graduating. So I got married in May, graduated in, in December of 2013 and got pregnant the same month. So in December, so I had my baby in 2014. Um, so I never really got that transition of being able to build a practice without being a mom. It was like directly into um, I'm pregnant. I don't feel that great. <laughs> you know, pregnancy was on. yeah. Um, so I, from day one, I've really been kind of figuring out how to be a mom and a chiropractor at the same time. The office I was at was very high volume and it just was not like fulfilling to me at all. So um, that's kind of what drove me into finding you and and this awesome group of women.
1: And so now you have two kiddos and they're four and one, is that correct? Yes. And are your kids both girls? Yes. I thought so, okay.
2: I would be an Isabella.
1: So, <clears throat> excuse me. So let's talk a little bit more about your journey through practice. So you graduated from school, got married, had a baby right away. And what was your first step in your chiropractic career after school?
2: Um, so I went back to the same office where I had been working and I always thought that that's where I wanted to build a practice. Um, and I felt like I had a lot of invested. I had a lot of invested as far as time goes into that practice and kind of creating the practice of what I thought was my dream. And then when I became a mom, it it was very different, very fast. And I realized the doctor I worked for was a dad, um, but it was a totally different scenario. You know, it was like, I right when I had my daughter, I realized this is really hard. Like, I don't want my nanny raising my daughter. And like the first of a lot of things with her happened with the nanny. And I was working 12 hour days and it was just like, very quickly I got burned out. And very quickly I was like, this is not... This isn't what I want to do. Um, but I didn't know that there was any other way. And so I had traveled around the world. I was with a lot of different coaching com- um, companies. And um, I knew a lot of like, philosophy, but it was all men based. And it was all more patients, um, more, 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 more hours, more numbers, faster, higher volume. And I was like, this is just not for me. And so I ended up getting pregnant again. Um, with my second pregnancy, and I lost that baby. And I was so heartbroken at that point. And I just realized, like, I just put being a mom into perspective of how much more important that was for me than actually chiropractic. Like, I started in chiropractic, that job I got, I was 19. And so literally, like, all of those years, it was like, chiropractic was who I was, it was like, defining me, it was my passion, it was my love. And then I became a mom. And then I didn't, I knew I was being pulled, but I didn't know there was any other way. And then I had this miscarriage and it was just like my whole life changed, you know? And I was like, this is just not what I want anymore. And so I still just kept kind of powering through that and, and still working there. And then I got pregnant with my third pregnancy, my, my daughter now. And I realized like, I'm not going to, I can't do this. Like I want to be home with my kids and I want to, This is really my passion is to be a mom. And I just felt like I was being called in a different direction. And financially I didn't need to work anymore. And so actually I don't know if I've ever shared this with you, but I actually quit chiropractic and I said I'm done. I want to be a mom and I can't do both. And so my husband had a great job at that point. And so financially I didn't need to work. And so that was in October right before I had Isabella so she was born in December the end of November my husband and I had to make a really tough choice and he had to walk away from the job he had because there was some like ethical stuff that we didn't agree with and we knew that we were not going to live in that gray zone of what his company thought was okay and it wasn't yeah. and so here i am about to have a baby i just quit my job of 20 years almost it was like 17 years um and my husband is unemployed and we were like okay let's see where God takes us on this journey and so we ended up having our daughter and then within a few months he had a new job not making nearly enough for us to for me to stay home and so very quickly I realized I was gonna have to go back to work and so I enjoyed those few months but then about March I would say March or April I ended up getting a call from a doctor I used to work for and he was like, Hey, do you want to come back? And I was like, yeah, I guess I'm going to have to. I didn't really know anything else to do, but I wanted Did He know about the transition that you were in with your family
1: yes. sp- specifically yes. with your husband's job. Yeah.
2: Yes. And so um, I left on really good terms and we're really close. And so I went back, but I went back as a receptionist. I was really just running the office again and doing CA work, um, answering phones and helping train people because I didn't want to build that practice there. It just wasn't like, I love chiropractic. And so that was coming back and I'm like, I want to be here, but I don't know that I want to be Adjusting and investing into this because I knew that if I did that, he would want more. So I committed to like three days, like six or seven hours a day, three days a week and just wanted to take it slowly. But then once I got back in there, I was like, I really do love chiropractic. Like I want my hands on people again. And like I just started feeling that like passion again. And then I came across your video on Facebook one day and I was like, wait, what? There's like this whole like tribe of women who are doing exactly what I want to do but I didn't think it was even possible so it was awesome so then I signed up with you and then I my husband and I have had this dream that we wanted to teach Bradley because we did Bradley classes for our first pregnancy and so I signed up with to become a Bradley instructor but still not even knowing how am I ever gonna do all of this stuff I have literally no clue and then I started coaching with you and watching the videos and I was like wow this is possible I ended up connecting with Jane, who's also um, a line woman member, and she's local. And I met with her and I was like, how do you do this? Like, I still can't wrap my brain around, like, how it, how can I be a mom and still have a practice and, and maybe, like, go out and do my own thing? And she was like, you just do it. Like, you just figure out what it is you want to do. and just, I like, can hear Jane saying those words. <laughs> she's like, she's just smiling, like, and we're at the park with our kids playing and she, it's the middle of the week and she's not in her office working. And she's like, you just do it. You, you figure out how, like what days you want to work and what times. And I'm like, but how? Cause I only know 12 hour days. And she was just like, you know, smiling and just lovingly like helping me. And so it just really kind of lit that fire. And the more stuff that I was watching with you and I was like, wow, there's like a lot of, it's not just Jane. Like it's actually like a lot of women doing this. And yes. so that made me really excited. And then there's a local chiropractor who is also in midwifery school who was in some of my prenatal appointments. And so I said, Hey, can we meet? And she teaches Bradley as well. And I said, Can we meet so I can talk to you uh, more about how are you doing this? She has two girls, and she was like, Yes. Yeah. So the same week, I believe I met with Jane, I met with her, and I was just I kind of asking her, like, how do you do this? And she Was basically at the end of our conversation, was like, hey, do you want to come grow your practice in my practice because I'm going to be focusing more on midwifery? And I was like, yes, like that's my dream was to be in a practice with a midwife and really just focusing more on moms and pregnancy and babies. And so it was just like perfectly happened all at the same time.
1: Amber, you have like hit me straight in the heart this morning. streaming down my face because your story is so much like mine and it's so, so much, um, of how we got to where we are right now today, sharing these stories, because I very much like, I didn't work in chiropractic before I chose it as a profession, but my education and my training only showed me one or two ways to grow or practice. And neither right. one of them really worked for me after I became a mom. But I didn't know that I wasn't aware that the vision that I had had for practice before I started my family needed to change so that I could be able to be with my daughter and be there for her the way that I wanted to be able to be there for her. And even just to be able to take care of myself and be able to be a chiropractor for a long time and also be present with my husband too. Um, it was a miscarriage for me too, that I, I was like, I'm done. I'm done with working so hard. I cannot do this anymore. And then I was pregnant again, eight weeks later after the miscarriage. And that's when I was like, see ya, peace out. (laughs) And I sold my practice and I was like, I guess I'm not a chiropractor anymore because if that's what it takes to be successful in our profession, I don't want to do it. Right. And then slowly, bit by bit, I started unlearning and, and learning a different possibility through lots of series of steps. And I thought, oh, <laughs> okay. Um, I sort of had an inkling of all these ideas before, and I didn't have a network of support or a, a mentor that was, like, showing me this is possible.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: so I just knew we, we needed to share this with more women, like, how, how we can do both.
2: Ah. I think you could do it because I didn't know it was possible until I came across the videos. And I remember hearing you say that, like most of chiropractic we're learning from other men and, and it is more like numbers and high volume and more hours. And I was like, I resonated so much with that because that is literally what I have been taught for 20 years it's just like and i had yeah. to really start changing my thinking behind that so i can still serve my community at a smaller scale and it still be fulfilling for me and my family at the same time but yeah. i had no idea
1: <laughs> and there are ways that we can still really earn a great income doing right. that as well even if we're serving a smaller number of people yes Oh, okay, so let's talk a bit more about what your schedule looks like now that you are the boss. You are um, running your own practice, and you get to decide what your schedule looks like. How are you making it work for you and for your family?
2: I mean, I really ended up just taking the advice that I was getting from you and Jane and, and Dr. Angel, and it was just like set your hours, and and they're going to come. And I just really had to like respect those boundaries. And so when I first started here, it was like three hours two times a week and very quickly those slots were filled up and at that point she was like in network with all all the insurance companies and so I said yeah I'll just do that as well And I just want to grow and see if I can even do this not even really like having the confidence in myself if I can do this and I'm like three hours a day two days a week that's probably all I need for a while and very so I was doing like nine to twelve two days a week and then very quickly I had to make those three hours five hours and the five hours six hours because i was growing and then i opened up on saturday so then i had three days going and i knew three days was like tops for me i didn't want to work more than three days but i definitely wanted to make a decent living as well and so i wanted to put in some more hours and so i started kind of working backwards with the numbers that you with like the formula that you give is like how much do you want to bring home so then how many patients and how many hours do you want to work and just kind of working my way back and figuring out how much then do I need to be charging? And so I totally worked out the opposite way, which is like, because you taught me to do that because the other office, it was like, okay, we need to see this many patients and we're going to make this much money, but it wasn't really working backwards. of like, I need to make a living yeah. for my family. I have to justify childcare for two kids. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Otherwise, it just doesn't make sense. I should just be home with the kids if I'm not making enough. And so I started kind of working backwards on that. And 24 hours a week is what I've – is what I work now. And that's – it's amazing. I don't work on Saturdays anymore because that wasn't really working well for my family anymore. And so I work Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. And I start at 7 a.m., which is amazing for me because I get to get out of the house before my kids wake up. And so I get to come to the office, and then I'm done around 2.30 or 3 o'clock. Um, and then I get to pick up my daughter from preschool and my baby's at home um, with my sister who watches her. And it's it's amazing. I get to do both. I get to be a doctor and help patients, but then also, like, be a mom. And I feel like I'm home a lot. So... Yeah. I love, I love my schedule. So
1: how long has it been now that you have been running your own practice?
2: Been um, in May will be one year.
1: And what has been most beneficial for you in growing your practice so quickly over this year?
2: You know, I think initially when I came in, it was, I mean, I, I had a huge advantage because I was taking over a practice. Of somebody who was already known in our area for pregnancy um, and pediatrics but she was in network with so many insurance companies so in the beginning it was insurance referrals that were coming but then it was all word of mouth um the last a few months ago we decided that we didn't want to do insurance anymore like my time was too valuable i wasn't going to stay up at night filling out insurance request forms and all of that stuff and so we we went out of network with everybody and we literally had like two weeks where the practice like kind of it. It was more of like we weren't getting all the new patient referral, like come, new patients coming in from insurance. But literally, like we, it was such a small dip, and now we're back to um, our schedules full and seeing those new patients. And it, it's really word of mouth. And I think the biggest thing for me that I'm like blown away with is focusing. Like my focus is on moms and pregnancy and babies and it's become like this amazing tribe of women who are just like referring like they're tagging me on Facebook I don't do a lot of social media stuff but they're tagging me on there and they're like referring patients and I'm seeing whole families and so one person comes in and then the next thing I know and the reason I started at 7am I don't see a lot of moms at 7am I'm seeing (laughs) their way to work at (laughs) 7am yeah yeah it's really I haven't done a whole lot for marketing yeah. And I really don't see myself doing a whole lot more at this point, just because of where I'm at with capacity. And I don't really want to put work more. I'd have to start seeing I have it like extending my hours and I'm not ready to do that.
1: Yeah. Which is your call, you know, like you don't have to do that if you don't want to do that. Yeah.
2: That's the amazing part.
1: <laughs> I was talking to um, one of my private clients about two weeks ago And we were going through a self-assessment and I was essentially assessing, letting her self-assess her feeling about where she's at on all the core principles. And when we got to marketing, she rated herself a two out of 10, like two being not good, 10 being super awesome. Right. And I was like, okay, let's talk more about why you rated marketing a two out of 10. And she said, well, because I'm not really doing any marketing and I was like okay well let's talk a little bit more about like what are the consequences of you not doing marketing and she said I can't think of any negative consequences <laughs> and I was like so maybe this is actually more like a 10 right, right. If, if you're not having to really do a lot of marketing or spend money on advertising mm-hmm. that's actually a really good thing right. and it was just like helping her to see that as a positive instead of a negative or you know like I should that she should be doing this and she's not doing it if you're not having to do it, that's one less thing you have to do, then hallelujah, that means that you're doing something right in your practice. Otherwise, because people wouldn't be continuing to show up, especially the new patients, if you
2: weren't. In the old office that I was at, like we did a ton of spinal screenings and lunch and learns, and that stuff was just so draining to me. Like, I, that's just not what I've like visualized for myself, it, it definitely does not fuel me at all. I did not become passionate about standing out under a tent, like doing spinal screenings with people, you know? And so, and, and I'm doing, in a few months, I'm doing a pregnancy fair, which is totally different, you know, because it's like standing out there and talking to moms is totally different than just standing out, like checking posture or something. And, and again, that's not to say that that's not great for other people, but for me, yeah. it was just like, I'm spending time away from my family and it's just not very productive for me to do that. So yeah, it's a huge blessing to not have to, to do that. Yeah, screening has definitely worked for some
1: people. And hallelujah, amen. Some right. people, their calling is really to teach the world about chiropractic. And for those of us that don't have that calling or that just don't have the time and the energy to be able to give to that um, kind of time-consuming impact, then we need another way. Right. And just knowing that, um, really honing in on who your people are is the potential for another way is so key. Absolutely. Um, on that note, do you feel that you have a a good or a solid base of other professionals in your area that are referring to your practice?
2: Yes. So we do get a lot of, um, referrals. Like the other day I got a referral from my natural path that I'm friends with and we refer back and forth um, lots of doulas, midwives. Um, I would say those are probably like our major referrals that we get. Awesome. How did you go about
1: building those relationships with them so that they were referring to your practice?
2: Honestly, it was just like, it was just building relationships, like just be like m- introducing myself to people and really like, wanting to surround myself with women who have the same passion and it wasn't with the motivation of like, Oh, I want them to refer to me. It was just like, there's other professionals out doing, helping women the same way, well, different way that I'm helping them, but you know, still the same way with that passion and just having relationships with them. Um, my, the natural path actually is our family's natural path. And so I would just start talking to her about what it is that we do as chiropractors. So she had no idea. You know, it's like amazing how like they just don't know. And so when they start to see how chiropractic fits into helping moms and kids and pregnancy, it just naturally came. So I wouldn't even say like I set out to market to them. It was more just building those relationships and spending time with them and being like genuinely interested in what they're doing and how they help yeah. women and referring to them. And then it just started being like a mutual thing.
1: Yeah we talked about this a lot over the weekend. We just, um, had the first aligned women retreat, and it was a group of eight women that attended. And, um, someone mentioned in the, um, in just the conversation that we were having that Netflix, the CEO of Netflix had recently made a statement that they didn't view their competition as Hulu or Amazon Prime Video or any of the other subscription type of services. Their competition was actually sleep. And we, we talked a lot about this and what that means for us as chiropractors. Like If we apply the same kind of thought process that um, naturopaths, acupuncturists, and massage therapists, for example, are not our competition, mm-hmm. we each other are not competing against each other that um, the competition we came to the conclusion is like Oxycontin and ibuprofen (laughs)
2: things
1: that are um, easy to get and they're easy solutions, but that we want to help people understand that there's a a better way or a different way, a healthier way. Right. And that all of us as allied professionals are working together to toward that mission against that competition. And it was such a, it was such a rally cry almost for me. I was listening to everyone talk about it and I was kind of like doing something at the kitchen counter, listening to them talk. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. Yes. Like <laughs> you guys are getting me pumped up. Like yeah. just hearing them talk about it. And, and I really feel that if we can take that mindset that you've, that you've taken, you know, and look at the people who are around you who also serve same the same ideal patient that you serve, we are all working together to make a change in our communities and the people that you're referring patients with who refer patients to you you're working together to create social change in your
2: community and the patient loves it so much because they know that they can come to you with anything and if you can't help it that you have the resources there to help it and and one of the people i forgot that refers a lot to us is a local dentist who does tongue-tie revisions And so when I find that with patients, I refer to him for a consult, but he is sending so many people back saying they go hand in hand. Now you need like cranial work. You need to be adjusted. And so that's been a huge referral source for us as well. And I think that's when I started seeing like my mom tribe get stronger is like the mom started realizing like, wow, like she knows the resources to help us. And so they started like tagging me, asking me questions and they started like sending me messages. I have a friend and it's like, who do you know that can help them? And it was amazing to create that because it just really naturally happened. But it was been like such a huge blessing this because we're referring and they're referring back and it's amazing. Kudos to you, Amber for building those
1: relationships. I know some people feel like they try and that it's not easy. Um, I, and in and some geographical places, I think it might be a bit harder to find people who are willing to build that sense of community with you in the work that they do with the work that you do and to not view you as competition or just a crazy chiropractor. Right. But to know that um, it's better for our patients for their long term results when we're able to support them from multiple different with multiple um, modalities, essentially. Okay.
2: Right. Yeah. Very awesome.
1: Okay. What have we not talked about? We've talked, ooh, oh, self-care. In the last interview that I did, I, we were like wrapping it up, and I was like, we did not talk about what you do for self-care. <laughs> <laughs> so let's not forget that, because that's like the number one core principle. What does self-care mean to you, first and foremost? I
2: feel like self-care, and I've, I always thought of self-care as being like gem time or, you know, like pampering myself. And, and I yeah. love that you kind of hit those two things in the videos about that's not what self-care has to be. And it's just whatever that looks like for me. And so um, for me, it's become just time where I get to spend reading and um, it's become for me lately, just focusing more on having Bible time and spending that time with God um, and it's not always what I want it to be. It's always, yeah, it's the kids wake up in the middle of it or, you know, like they go to bed later than they're supposed to. But I really do have it set where I have that every day for myself at nighttime. Um, but I really want to schedule it more, some more time for myself, for self-care because I do want it's, to, it's time. I do want to get back into the gym and I do want to start working out. And so that's something I'm still working towards. So I would say out of everything right now, my self-care is definitely the, Needs the most amount of work, really. And I know what I need to do. Now it's just like sticking to it and implementing it. And I've heard you say, like, putting it on the schedule. And so yeah. really, I think doing it when I'm away away from the house is where I think it's going to be um, put as a priority, where when I'm at home, of course, we, as moms know that the kids <laughs> will always change our plan and our schedule. And so um, I'm still definitely working on that one, though. Yeah. Uh, it's been the
1: hardest for me to put self care on my schedule and to actually stick to the schedule since adding our youngest daughter and um we have four children but the oldest is my stepdaughter so she's not always home so I, i'm i'm managing three children <laughs> and i'm looking at the past like gosh after i had this one and after i had that one i was already doing xyz with my workouts and now i'm not And I just have to remember that it's a different experience now. It's not the same as it was before and comparing what I'm doing or how I look or how much I weigh right now to what I did then is not serving me in a healthy way. And, and I think that sometimes when we, when we talk about self care, that is, it's probably often, not sometimes, but often the, the surface level impression, right? But for us to be able to, be chiropractors for the long haul we have to we have to set boundaries and we have to make sure that we're centered and for us to be able to be awesome moms and care providers we've really got to be able to come from a place of certainty and not a place of scarcity and overwhelm because that's not really doing anybody else any favors
2: right i agree
1: Okay. Let's wrap up then with um, one last thing. And I think that would be if there is a member that's watching this maybe now or in the future, who is where you were uh, just a few years ago, feeling like stuck almost um, feeling like there's only one way to be a mom and a chiropractor, or even just a chiropractor and like, the higher volume approach isn't feeling like it's the right fit for her yet. She doesn't really know what to do. What advice would you want to offer her?
2: I would definitely say to, to watch your videos, get on the Facebook group and just embrace this community that we're all building because it is possible. And had I have known a lot sooner, I feel like I wouldn't have missed out on such like valuable time with my daughter. And I was so scared of change because I didn't know there was another way. And so now that if they've found this this video, then we they're already knowing that there is another better way. So definitely just grasp onto this community and ask for help and um, just know that it is possible and setting your schedule so that you can be a mom and that you're fulfilled with patience and your practice and being a mom is 100% possible. And uh, my mind is still blown every day. Like I wake up and I'm just like, wow! I can't even believe I get to do this. Like I did not think it was possible. And so you're not alone if you feel that way. But it mm-hmm. is. I mean, we see all of these other women doing it, and and I even had that negative self talk of like, yeah, they're doing it, but can I do it? And now, <laughs> like, man, if I can do it, anybody can do it. No doubt about that.
1: Awesome. Amber, thank you so much. This has been such a great conversation and uh, one that, like I said before, has really like hit me in the heart today and it's got me feeling so <laughs> motivated and inspired to help more women because as you know, as our community has grown a lot over the last two years, I also know that there are still more women out there feeling just like you who are, who are like, This is not working for me. But I'm they're either A struggling and just like pushing through it because they think it's the only way, or they've They've given up.
2: And from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much. Thank you for having the passion to teach women this because I don't even know. I would definitely not be in chiropractic today if it wasn't for coming across your Facebook stuff and um, realizing that there there is a better way. So thank you. Thank you for that. All right.
1: On that note, we are going to wrap up before I start bawling like a baby. (laughs) Okay, let me find the B button to stop recording. (laughs) Thank you, everyone, for watching.
0: Thank you again for joining me for this episode of the Aligned Women Podcast. If you've loved this show, please share your favorite episode with another woman in chiropractic who you know would love to be more profitable in her practice without sacrificing any more time with her family. And if you love what you hear on this show, and want more insight into how you can have both more time freedom and more financial freedom, be sure to take the Aligned Practice Quiz. You can join our newsletter and get a free copy of the quiz at alignedwomen.com forward slash quiz. You'll know in less than 15 minutes what you need to focus on right away to become present and profitable. We'll see you in your email inbox soon.